Why are police photographing our license plates? What are we doing for veterans returning home damaged physically and mentally, suffering from depression, homelessness, and suicide? Why did the Supreme Court deposit corporate money into our electoral process? Should we redefine middle class as working poor? Or is it just another Wall Street merger? What's really behind new voter picture ID laws in certain states? Why aren't NBC, ABC, CBS, and Fox asking these questions? Welcome to the Reasonable Voice radio show. I'm your host, Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice. The mission of the Reasonable Voice is to connect the dots between politics and finance, the need for better and more affordable education, our humanity, world peace, and, of course, the arts, which we then gladly provide our listeners, the voting public, as informative food for thought to provoke their self-determination and appetite for equal economic opportunity and justice for all without truth decay. The Reasonable Voices are advocates prioritizing education, preserving our history, leading by example for a peaceful and prosperous world by evoking and embracing both creative artists and political unity as solutions to our challenges. Good afternoon. This is the Reasonable Voices News Talk Radio Program, and I'm your host, Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice. My guest today, our reasonable voice today, is John Roberts Brakey. John Roberts Brakey is an election investigator, integrity advocate, and former business owner. He is a co-founder of Audit AZ, as in Americans United for Democracy, Integrity, and Transparency in Elections, which has expanded to become Audit Elections USA. In other words, he's all over the country. Under John's leadership, Audit Arizona, AZ, spearheaded a successful Arizona election challenge. The plaintiffs succeeded in gaining access to proprietary election materials, which helped them prove that a local bond election had been rigged by individuals with official access to election machinery. Now, all this is important because this is what John is going to be educating us about throughout the show. John and Audit AZ have played a major role in making Arizona elections more secure through advocacy and litigation. These guys go to court to protect our electoral system. He has recently developed a new method of election verification, mobilizing the public to use digital ballot images created by digital scan voting machines to verify or challenge official vote counts. Election transparency and public oversight are the goals that drive John Brakey to travel all over the country, speaking and educating people about the dangers of our current election system and what members of the community can do about it. A dedicated scrutineer, John is determined to make sure no election insider or outside hacker can manipulate an election with impunity, making it more difficult to rig or hack an election without getting caught and punished, will serve as a deterrent to future election crimes. Welcome, John Brakey, to the Reasonable Voices Radio News Talk program. How are you today? I'm good, and I'm better being with you today this important topic, because anywhere I can get on the air and help people understand the geek Greek language of elections, it's vitally important. You know, we're trying to get a campaign going nationally to wake people up to the fact that we know how in this country, especially because of this epidemic going on across the country in November and now, is how to make elections transparent, trackable, and publicly verified because of a little-known secret that most people don't know, that this new voting system that has been installed in the last few years, which right now 80% of the country has, if it's vote by mail this November across the country because of the pandemic, it could be 96%. This new system is digitally imaged, meaning that with digital scan voting systems, there are two official versions of each ballot. 
the one the voter filled out and the one the machine counted. What the machine counted was a ballot goes into the machine, it takes a picture of that ballot. And we're fighting to make sure that that picture is preserved, not destroyed, and to make sure it's released. Because in our country right now, I think the biggest problem that we have overall is cynicism, people not voting. That is a large percentage. In 2016, if not voting was a presidential candidate, they would have won by a landslide. 44% of us didn't vote, 107 million. What did Hillary get? She got 28%. What did Trump get? He got like 26 and three quarters or 26 and a half. I want you to know a guy in 1932 from Germany did better. Do I need to mention his name? Mm. You know, John, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show because you really, you really do nail it. I guess it was clear in, in the intro what your mission is of Audit Elections USA. How do you see the coronavirus COVID-19 impact on our 2020 election is the first question I wanted to ask, but it's going to be the second because just before we went on air, I got an email from you with an attached article about Philadelphia's new voting machine contract in jeopardy. Yes. Tell us about that. You know, I also sent you a document that we're asking for a congressional investigation. And part of that investigation has to do with the business practices, particularly of one vendor who controls over 50% of the votes in this country called ESNS, okay? And they uh, uh, have a very bad business practice of going into a community and whining and dining the officials. Uh, they hire lobbyists. Those lobbyists go out and cut deals. They claim that they don't contribute money to campaigns or to political figures. That's not true. They do it through their uh, their salespeople, which they happen to use. A lot of them are lobbyists, okay? And we find this pattern over and over, and it's very dangerous. And, you know, uh, as to the pandemic and what's going on, it has limited me to force myself to grow. Yes. Meaning that I can't travel there, but I know how to be there, yes. okay? I know how to, uh, like in Shelby County, you know, hold forums on Zoom and find other people like-minded like myself that I can work with, which I have found some of the greatest people I've worked with in these states that I go into, like Virginia, you know, finding you, um, Adrian Miller, North Carolina, finding Lynn Bernstein, and a lot of other people. And now in Shelby County, uh, you know, what we've uncovered there was, the, was really the cherry on the four-year effort because it proved to my lawyers that we have found a serious pattern, and that's why we're asking for this investigation. Uh -huh. It's got me to become better on being on radio and doing better presentations. If we were on Zoom, a lot of this I can show through illustration. And of course, it's, at the moment, it's pretty much essential. But you, you're doing a fine job in any case. I wonder, what do you think should be the public's takeaway from the 2020 primaries in Wisconsin and Georgia and Virginia too, for that matter. What 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 should we be getting out of this? What they ought to be getting out of it is how bad one side wants to win. That they will take and put your life online to get in line, a long line, and possibly catch something that you don't need to. When there is an alternative solution that could be done, which is called temporarily go to vote by mail in November for the whole country, mail them a ballot, and treat that ballot as if it was sent from Amazon, mm. meaning you can track it. Because some states, there's 16 states that are really right-wing that do not want vote by mail because they don't want more people to vote. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yes. And that's part of it. Let's face it. You know, part of the pattern that I found is being in Broward County or Mecklenburg County in, in North Carolina or in Ohio in Cuyahoga County or Franklin or, uh, you know, or Humboldt, other counties. And what I'm finding, like in Broward County, is that communities of color are being attacked. And what they're doing is they're going in and they're selling them voting equipment 
through hustling, through controlling the election board. It's funny how some of these big communities that are heavily Democrats, their election boards are heavily Republicans. Okay? Mm. And I got documentation like in Shelby that before they even had a vote, they were ordered to vote a certain way. And if they didn't, they would be attacked and called a rhino. Okay? Uh-huh. And, and this is even worse, is that you could buy a very good voting system, brand new, and you could do it for like $4.30 per voter. Okay? No. These guys want to go out and they want to buy something called a ballot marking device. And that's going to cost around $13 per voter. And what is it? It's a machine that replaces an ink pen. Isn't that ridiculous? So how does that go? Well, you go in to vote, and there is a computer in front of it. It's a touch screen, and we want you to vote on that. By the way, you know it's a very good machine to pass viruses on because you have to touch the screen. Oh, okay? yes. And then it produces a summary receipt that you'd walk over in some cases and put it into a scanner. And they want to call it a ballot. It's not a ballot. By the way, it's a summary of what you supposedly voted. And when it goes into the machine, guess what? It doesn't read the actual names on the bottom of the card. If it's a Dominion system, be a ballot marking device, it will read a QR code. If it's ESNS, it will read a barcode. And you know, I read English really good. I read a little bit of Spanish. <laughs> I don't read barcode, do you? No, I don't. So, you know, this is pretty blatant. I mean, the way you explain it, it sounds, and it's not even the first time I've heard it, except when you explain it, it makes it really infuriates me because it's so clear that it's so blatant. But how are they getting away with it? Is it just because... Well, you tell me. How are they getting away with it? <laughs> How they get away with it is that uh, a lot of people don't know this. Let's say Dominion, the old D-Bolt company sold the ESNS. Uh-huh. And the Justice Department said, no, you can't do that. So they forced them to sell off. But all they sold off was the intellectual property. And then ESNS kept all of the accounts. I had no idea for all these years that Georgia was being run by ESNS, was the head vendor over them to help do different things like software updates or different things. Okay. Okay. And uh, they get real buddy buddy with your election administrator or director. Yeah. Say hey. We're having a conference in Las Vegas, and we'd like you on this board. And they'll fly you to Vegas, and you'll have a great trip. And as the old saying goes, what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Okay? And then you come back and say, hey, I got a great way that we could, you know, because people don't use bubbles too good. You know, it's not like they were in school and they took the Iowa test for many years, okay? Mm -hmm. And which is the same kind of system, even though the new one's a lot better because it's digital. The, they uh, then convince them, and then they get a bunch of people who don't know anything, okay, yeah. put them on a board, and then they give an authoritarian-type person to lead them, and fortunately, unfortunately, there's not people like me to go to that board and get them informed, to reach out to these people and say, hey, don't get stuck in group think, question everything you know, just because he said it, remember, he's been wined and dying, and he's been played with, and we don't even know if there's kickbacks going on, okay? Yeah. And, and that's the problem, because guess what? That's what happened in Philadelphia. ESNS spent a half a million dollars to get a contract, okay? Huh. They got caught. And then what happened? They were fined $2.9 million, and they agreed that they would pay the fine if they could keep the contract. Oh, God. Would you do business with a company that just screwed you? And that they assume you will. That's the real arrogance. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm not the only one saying this. Senator Ron Wyden is calling them, uh, well, you should read the quote I sent you. Pretty incredible. And and then Stacey Abrams put a report out that's 40 pages long that goes into all of the misdeeds over the years with the S&S. And it's 40 pages long. They testified in the House in January and I'm watching this thing, freaking out, because three times they were asked, 
Is your voting system connected to the Internet? The first two times they said no. They lied. The third time it was asked differently. And I was horrified by the answer. But what more horrified me is that the people on the committee didn't know what the answer meant. They, ESNS, said, yes, it is connected, but it's to the Internet, but it's only connected to the tabulator. Uh, That's the worst part, my friend. Oh, God. Oh, and they didn't know what the... It's like, wow. If they finally got it, and they didn't know how to respond because they're asking questions because they don't understand the geek Greek okay. language of elections. Exactly. You know, a lot of states are using a system called uh, virtual... It's a virtual private network, and it's an acronym. It's virtual, uh, whatever that acronym is, and I call it the Insiders Network. You know, chain of custody is everything in elections, okay? Yes, yes. And, and saying, well, it's a virtual. First of all, what does virtual really mean? <laughs> I mean, what is going on here? Yes. This is a, we live in an Orwellian world, okay? Yes. And we've and we got to get better informed, and that's why thank you for having me on, because I'm hoping that I'm reaching out to people who want to get involved. We have a new group called Scrutineers by Emily Levy. If you Google scrutineers.org, people out there, you know, read what they're doing because I'm a specialist in what I do. I'm a firefighter. I'm on the front lines, okay? Okay. And I haven't got a lot of time to deal with people on one-on-one training. So Scrutineers is an organization for training. And then I'm going to assign somebody to work with them on the part that we do. But election fraud in this country is done many ways. You know, sometimes I say that if it was an industry, I think I would call it the industry of election chicanery. Yeah. And you've got gerrymandering, you've got ballot stuffing, ballot harvesting. But the big one that I'm focused on is to make a black box a transparent box. Yes. That's important to know what goes in or out. But it's not a total solution. There's other things going on out there, like, will your vote count? Will they let you vote? Will yes. you have to vote a provisional if you do? Uh, will they mail that envelope to you on time for Election Day in November if it's a pandemic going on? Will they receive it before 7 o'clock and count it? Wow, there's a lot wrong. And, and we need to get media more talking about this. And I think they will. And we're preparing for that, to have a campaign across the country to work with candidates, especially, and say, hey, you want my vote? Show me that elections are real. Remember, as I started the show, cynicism is our biggest enemy. It's destroying. And when you let cynicism win, the other, the bad side wins, because that's what it's about. Let's face it. We live in a country that was started on the principles of the three Ps. You ever heard the one about the three Ps? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. I don't know if it's proper to say here or not. But for those who don't know, it was based on three things. Pigment, property, and penis. Yes. You had Absolutely. to have all three. You had to be white. You had to own land and might have a lot of money. And, and you had to have a, a penis. There you go. <laughs> We've been working on changing this since the very beginning. And and, you know? and still... Uh, I had a, if we were on Zoom, I'd show you a picture right now <laughs> of what was voting like in the 60s and, and, and what it is today. And, and they used a picture of a water fountain. One is electrified, real nice. Then they got a water spigot for black people, yes. okay, people of color. And now today, in these big communities, they have voting. And there is a ballot box. And then it says for people of color... They got a box with a shredder that destroys your vote after it goes in. Oh, God. All right, we're going to have to take a break. We are learning a great deal from our reasonable voice today, John Roberts Brakey, and he and his team at Audit USA are literally now Zooming around the country to protect our right to vote and the outcome of that vote being what the voters intended. We're going to take a break. Stay with us. We've got a lot more. I've got a lot more questions, and believe me, John's got a lot more information to share. Stay with us. We'll be right back. And now, enjoy Watchfire Music featuring vocal artist Jenny Burton singing Tear Down the House from Is Anybody Listening? Tear it up. Uh-huh. Yeah, we got to tear it up. 
Welcome back to the Reasonable Voices News Talk Radio Program. I'm your host, Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice, and we are learning a great deal about how our electoral system is under attack from our Reasonable Voice today, John Roberts Brakey. He's the co-founder and director at Audit USA, um, now Zooming all over the country, quite literally. John was telling us all the things that are going on that, that his company is countering, both in court as well as in their advocacy. I wanted something, John, you mentioned to me once, you have some information regarding a financial connection between George W. Bush's Karl Rove and the Donald Trump administration. What is that about and why should we be concerned? Well, that's a good question. Uh, Google the hand of Rove. Google Karl Rove in elections. My God, some of the biggest elections stolen in the last 20 years were orchestrated by Karl Rove. And he's the mastermind of evil. Yes. Okay? And, you know, it's interesting. We're exactly the same age, okay? I, I, I've always kind of felt that, that we have some kind of, like, antithesis, thesis, okay? He's been a antithesis all his life, right? I've been yes. a thesis as an activist. Gotcha. It's very disturbing to know that he is joining forces with Trump, and that means Trump has just gained access to the electronic world of Karl Rove and his network. And it's a scary thing to know this. And that's why we must make elections transparent, trackable, publicly verified. That's why these ballot images, but apparently... Uh, $20 million has been raised, and it's probably a lot more than that, to hire people who will uh, challenge that envelope with the signature, who will challenge possibly a voter at a poll. And usually they target communities of color uh-huh. when they do this. And because why does a bank robber rob a bank? Well, he'll tell you simply, well, that's where the money is. Yes. Why do they rob communities of color? Because that's where the votes that they want to stop. Yeah. We're seven out of ten votes, just like Broward County or Cuyahoga or these or Shelby County. And that madness. It, it's yeah, and of course I'm not surprised that I used to tell people all along when all the tears, you know, and he's resigning and leaving the White House. I went, "Are you out of your mind?" He just got too much sunlight on him, and they need to put him somewhere where people don't see what he's doing. So he's still out there, and now he's joined up with the, perhaps the most corrupt president of our time. It's, it's, it's horrible. But, you know, one thing I, I do want to say, and I want to say publicly right now, most election people in this country are some of the finest Americans that I work with on elections. I want yes. you to know that. Yes. Uh, sadly, a lot of these people who run elections, they're misled. They have consultants that really are running it for them. You know, you're a clerk and you run a municipality, okay? Yeah. And you're going to do elections too? Uh-uh. They hire subcontractors and consultants 
and those consultants are people who are tied to the vendor, and it's a buffer. Uh, I found one guy in Arizona, which got me on this track, who was programming 13 of the 15 counties at one time, and he was loading the databases through a telephone phone motor, okay, uh, which is not supposed to. And uh, and these clerks, you know, uh, he would say, these are the same phone modems that bring in the election results, okay? And uh, and he would say, after the problem, just call me up, I'll turn the modem on, I'll go in and fix it. Well, what kind of a fix is that? What is he loading? This is all really terrible stuff. And now we have VPN, uh, and they say, well, we're going to go ahead, you know, and use it. It's a very secure private network. Well, it's secure from us, maybe. And maybe, uh, I doubt, from Russians if they want to get it, because they got to, you know, it's, no, you don't do this stuff. Yeah. You have elections that are real. And, 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 that, and, that's, and that's a big part of the fight. It really is. You know, how are we, because you've already mentioned vote by mail is, is one of the best things we can hope to do, but a lot of places fighting that, as you know, especially the very conservative states, and sometimes it's not even the people. I'm not saying if you live in a, a very red state, obviously there must be a lot of conservatives because that's how those the officials get elected, but it isn't always the people, but the people who get in power. And I think of Georgia in particular and, and Kemp and the way he got away with, you know, being in charge of, of how to count the vote in Georgia and be, and being a candidate at the same time. You want to throw anything at him? <laughs> well, I think he should be nicknamed Stalin. Yes. Because Stalin said that it's not those who cast a vote that counts, it's those who count the vote that counts. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 you know, just to add into that, I mean, you know, a lot of these good election people in this country, they really do believe their system is good because they run a logic inaccuracy test, which is a test deck of ballots that they fill out. They, uh, you know, add them up by hand yes. and they run them into the machine and this machine adds it up perfectly. And they go, well, that proves I got a good election. No, it doesn't. It <laughs> proves that the logic is right. It's working right at this moment. Remember what Volkswagen did, an emission test and a logic and accuracy test of the same kind of a test. It tells you that everything is working right mm. at the moment. Yes. Volkswagen put a computer in a car that knew it was being tested. They claimed that their diesel car, which they sold 580000 in the United States over 10 years, was as good as a Toyota Previa. Okay? Uh, fuel efficient you know, 50 miles per gallon and no real pollution. My God, this thing was a polluting machine. Yes. When it went in to be tested, it would turn the pollution controls on and then it would change the timing a little bit. And I want you to know, when it turned it on, it turned, it was saying, it was cheating the system because the real test, if you did it, would have shown it was 40 to 80 times over the limit. Not 40%, I'm saying. 40 times over the limit. Wow. It's incredible. I mean, my God, should a president be elected this way? I want you to know they, they became the world's largest car company for a little while because they cheated. Yes. They bought Porsche with all the revenue they brought in, okay? And then in Europe, they sold millions of those cars because diesel, I guess, is very heavily used over there because of price of fuel. Yes. Anyway, 70 thousand people are now dying prematurely because of the NOx noxic gas that all these diesels put out, okay? Mm. And two people are in jail in the United States. They got fined $2.8 billion, had to buy back all the cars, which was $25 billion worth, okay? Mm -hmm. But they got away with it in Europe because they don't have fraud laws like ours. If I sell you something and I claim it's going to do something, and it doesn't, and, uh, and you can prove I fraud it yet, you win. You get your money yeah. back in a penalty or whatever. In Europe, the judge would say, well, how much did that cost you, Mr. Volkswagen owner? Can you prove your damages? Mm. Okay. Well, that, you know, and when you make that analogy to our elections, it's quite a good one. And I, I just wonder, what do you think of the chances of voting by mail going en masse in the country? Well, you know, you know first off, I'm not a big fan of vote by mail. Okay. Yes. Secondly, it would create 96% of every ballot in this country to be 
and marked paper ballot because you cannot mail out a ballot marking device, even though the head of Charlotte, North Carolina, Mecklenburg County's election director said he'd rather mail out a DRE, you know, a direct recording electronic than give somebody a ballot, which yeah. is just insane, okay? Yes. And, uh, because you have to ask yourself, why would they do that? You know, uh, my other lawyer, Bill Reiser, says maybe because somebody's protecting the right to cheat now or in some future election. They really don't want elections that are transparent, trackable, publicly verified. These ballot images are a public record. You can add them. I can add them. Yeah. They should put, up, put them online by precinct. Uh, oh, by the way, did I mention San Francisco is doing that already? Oh, no. Tell us about that. that. We're getting images out of Florida, even though I'm getting ready to sue Florida because I got about half the county savings. The other half aren't. So we are getting ready to file a suit down there and get this thing straightened out and go into court and ask a judge on a writ of mandamus. A mandamus is, you know, you're mandated by law as an elected official to follow the law. Yes. The law says you shall preserve all records in the chain of custody. These machines don't count the ballot. They count the image that's made. And that image is a public record. Mm. Voting is a secret process. Counting is a public process. If we don't get back to that public process, we're going to lose our country, and we may have lost it already, and maybe we don't know it. And there it is. I hear you. There it is. One of one of BMDs. Ballot uh -huh. marking device. Uh -huh. It's like cutting a apple pie with a chainsaw. It works, but it's not that good of a way to do it. Gotcha. All right. And absentee voting, I mean, especially with the pandemic? Yeah, absentee yeah. vote by mail. You know, it depends on state to state. Uh, there's, you know, it's the interesting thing. You go around the country, they use different names for different things. Gotcha. And the same thing, you know. It's, uh, but absentee, you need an excuse. Vote by mail, you don't. And that's really the difference. And a lot of states have already gone vote by mail. My state is about 75 to 80 percent. That's something else that needs to be careful. I to put another warning out. I would say that when that ballot's mailed in, it should have a tracking device that you, Mr. Voter, should know, just like, where's my Amazon package? It's not that hard, folks. Okay, they can do it. Not on the ballot, on the envelope. Hmm. You'll know. If it's not there by election day, you go vote. Put a mask on. Get plenty of whatever you need. But our democracy is at stake. needs us to stand up. Yes. It's like we are what's going on in this country. I'm proud to see what's happening in this country during an epidemic. I'm proud to see my fellow Americans, you know, recognize what I realized uh, a few years ago. You know, when I was a young man, I was very stupid. I was on drugs. I got stopped by a cop when I was high with a couple other guys. I got a ticket earlier in the day. I'm living in Berkeley, California in 1970. I jumped out of that car, ran up to the cop car, pulled the wall out of my back pocket, he had a gun out the window, and he was shaking, and he said, oh, my God, I almost killed you, I almost killed you. And I was so high, I said, oh, well, here's the ticket. I got a ticket for the parking for my taillight being out. And only 40 years later, 45, is to see these films and say, oh, my God, I know what white privilege is. If I was black, they would have shot me. They would have shot you, yes. Yeah. Well, I haven't done drugs, but I certainly have gotten my fair share of speeding tickets, and I have to tell you, I've never been treated the way we've seen, especially lately. Never. Nothing even close to it. Yeah. Sorry, sir. Didn't mean to spoil your day, but I've got to, you know. 16 or 17 years old when that happened. I ran away from home. I was a confused kid. I want you to know that I became a psychotherapist after that. I ran therapy and helped other people, which to me, you know, I've lived an adventurous life. I'm 66 now. And there's not much I would change because I have the most wonderful family. And this thing has been a passion of me yes. because my country has given me a lot. It's time that I give back and all of us do to put this thing together. You know, John F. Kennedy, who was one of my heroes in life, said one person can make a difference. Yes. And everybody should try. Exactly. Exactly. Tell us more about what happened and I guess still is happening in Georgia and the Tennessee, Shelby County, I know you mentioned, and Memphis. What's yeah. going on down there with this marked paper ballots and the official record for voters? To, uh, well, it's the, the hottest topic to me right now is Shelby County. 
Uh, April 1st, I was asked to come in by Denny Smith, who found Fraction Magic, which is a way that they use to rig elections and make it all balanced if they want to, okay? Uh, uh, you think you have a whole vote? No, you don't. they got it broken to fractions. And that way they can dial in a record, especially if your name is connected to your uh, ballot, which they do in some states, which uh -huh. just, just makes me crazy because, you know, like I said, voting is a secret process. Counting is a public. When you put a unique number on that ballot and have the ability to tie it back to a voter, you have to ask yourself, what is up with this? Exactly. Okay? You know, we live in a society now that one of the newest industries is what? Information. Wow. Us. Yes. Okay. They know how you're going to vote if you donate money. They know if, you know, the Help America Vote Act, when it passed in 2002, nationalized all the voter databases and said every state, here's a formula, you have to have your voting system set up this way, then they could take it and match it to a commercial database. Uh, by 2006, believe it or not, they knew if you liked anchovies on your pizza, Google that. There's a GOP, know if you like anchovies on your pizza. There's an article written by the LA Times and a book came out of the afterwards. Now, we live in a time, we got Facebook, it's 2020, you've got Google, everything's being tracked. You know, it, it's just hard to believe that they know. And, and it's so basically, this election cycle will be about micro-targeting, going after people, and if you like the color pink, I will tell you about pink commies that you shouldn't like or yes. whatever whatever you want to do to get into people's heads and uh, it's very frustrating to know this and not enough is being said about it a good movie for people who want to know more about this is go to netflix and watch the great hack oh yes yeah it will show you how this thing works even though they didn't go into the voting database as heavy uh, as i would have just to be able to show you that so if this is a tipping point coming and I can really feel it. And, you know, I tell people, you know, when I usually get out there and speak or on Zoom at the end, you know, our democracy is really changing from the three Ps to something better. Yes. And right now we're on the four boxes. And you know, the first box I'm on right now is a soapbox, you know, probably sound like a preacher or something. OK, the second box is a box that I haven't got the courage to do is a candidate. That's a courageous situations for a lot of people to do and if you lose and you're cheated you go to the third box and the third box is the court box yes the fourth box i worked so hard to stop from happening because you got to realize what was voting invented for i think it was to stop us going to the fourth box picking up a rock or picking up a knife or picking up a cartridge box where the bullets come in and you load it in the gun and we go back to that God forbid. Yes. You know, you've been at least in 18 states and you, you find that Republicans like uh, ballot marking devices. Why? What, what does that do for them? What it does for them is this. If you want to see voter intent, put it on a hand-marked paper ballot if you're going into a computer system. Everybody marks differently. And this is high-quality digital and you can tell if it was hand-marked or machine-marked. And when you have a summary card, it's not a ballot. A ballot has choices, okay? And it's not reading the summary results. It's reading the barcode. I can buy a gallon of milk at Circle K for four ninety-nine a gallon mm. with the same barcode, and I can go to Fry's Food Store and buy it for two ninety-nine. okay? Yeah. Same barcode, yeah. okay? And it, that barcode will read right. And then at 7 o'clock, it could change, okay, mm. because the formulas, that is not a good system. Secondly, people who vote who get on a BMD, you, there was a test done in the University of Michigan, and I guess they had a hundred or a couple hundred people vote, and they told them to be aware there would probably be a race stolen on their election to see if they could find it. Ninety-six percent of the people didn't check or couldn't find it. And it was on every ballot. People don't look at it. You look at your food receipt when you walk out of a store. Yes. Mm. A lot of people don't. Yes, I know. I okay, know. that's a problem. And it's harder to forge. Okay? You know, 
a hand-marked paper ballot is going to take an effort. And I'll say this. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm a conspiracy factualist. Mm -hmm. And I know that if I cannot break the hat down to one person and other people following procedures, and, you know, there are procedures that are good. There's some procedures you don't do because you can't do them. Like, let's go count ballots. They won't let you. Mm -hmm. We found a way. That's the value of these ballot images. It's not the total solution. I mean, in my way, in my world, we'd all vote on Saturday. We would vote by precinct, and you would see your neighbors and say hi. Yes. Okay? And maybe have people outside, hey, before you go in, can I talk to you? Yeah, you can. No, I get my mind. Thank you no much. You know, I did it. I did it. You know, hope came to me in 2010, just before I had my heart attack, that I did the Indian reservation. And I saw democracy work. They brought us in to test their systems and to see what they we thought. And I thought at the end I should have paid them to participate mm. because it was that beautiful to wow. see what happened. I was even blown away when I saw a bus blow up and people in orange jumpsuits came out and voted. And then they were taken back to jail. Yeah. Okay? What they're saying is you're still part of our community. Exactly. You made a mistake. And everybody here gets redemption. Yeah. And I want to stop on that high note. Everybody here gets a second shot. Everybody here should have the same opportunity to, to make their voices heard. And I know you are out there fighting for that for all of us. Tell us. I'm driven by love. I may sound mad, but it's love that keeps me going. Because if you harbor bitterness in life, love will dock elsewhere. Yeah. And you should do bitter people make bad decisions. Yes. Drive your energy with love. How's the best way of finding out more about what you're doing and how to get involved? Well, you know, I have a site called AuditElectionsUSA.org. And you also, on Facebook, Audit uh, USA. And then, but my personal site is like the patent place of elections. Because <laughs> I'm always on something. Like I said, I'm a firefighter. Uh, I'm always off to the next battle. Uh, well, maybe I'd call it a love-in, you know. I don't know, because love drives me. I hate to use negative words. Uh, <laughs> but you can see what's going on and how one person can make a difference. And if you get informed, and uh, you can too. It's not that hard. Listen, transparency is the solution. Wow. Yes. That's my MC square, you yeah. know, uh, Einstein kind of thing. It's, it's transparency. Yes. yes. Auditing. It's proving. It's what Ronald Reagan said. Trust but verify. Yes. Then be prepared to organize. And don't form big groups. I, I, I tell people, don't join my group. I want you to form your own little group. Yes. I want you to find your own like-minded people to work with. Listen, Margaret Mead was right. She said a few committed citizens can change the world. In fact, that's all they ever have. Yes. Yeah, I swear to God, if we form a, uh, a committee, we're screwed. <laughs> you know? <laughs> It's uh, like-minded people. Each have a role to play. All right. John Brakey, Audit Elections USA, saving one state at a time, one small group at a time, our electoral system from the unfortunate road they're on now. It's a detour from where we started. That's coming. Yeah. Because it will be anarchy this November. I'm very concerned. I'm already starting to pray the election administrator's prayer. You know what that prayer is? No, what is it? Please, Lord, let one of them win by a huge margin. Yes. I've been praying that since the night of 2016 election. All right. We must go, John. This has been incredible. You take care. God bless. Keep it up. Bye now. Welcome to the Indy Film Minute. In 2006, an inconvenient truth told us that global warming was upon us, that it was caused by the actions of mankind, and that the consequences would be dire if we took no action. Ten years later, broad predictions have coalesced into horrific specifics, and climate change accelerates. Really? Who says so? Important, trustworthy people say so. 
Check out the eye-opening documentary, The Age of Consequences. These aren't our simultaneously lauded and vilified scientists talking, but important and thoughtful world leaders. Those who bear frontline burden. They must plan for our survival. One of the first countries to go underwater will be Bangladesh. This will be a flashpoint. Did you know there is already a fence surrounding the entire country for controlling the inevitable mass migration? Many of the biggest crises of our times, Syria, the Sudan, the failed Arab Spring, and others, are already tied to climate change. With shocking imagery driving their points home, the predictions of these world leaders are grounded in grim reality. We at the Indie Film Minute are not political animals. We only watch movies and bring your attention to the good ones. This one is a powerful eye-opener. Watch it. You'll see. The Age of Consequences. Not in theaters. Discovery through rental. Hello, I'm Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice. Thanking you for joining us and becoming one of the reasonable voices heard around the world. From Russia with love, Donald Trump. It's a new year, new administration, maybe even a new dusk before the darkness. But anarchy in 2017 inauguration would be a bloody, self-destructive pendulum swing-and-a-miss reaction to the demagoguery of a reality faker saluted at mob-ruled political rallies. And most of the people, some of the time, are much better than such chaos in the street. So be reasonable, remembering no matter the obstacle, there's always the option to peacefully assemble, then see how they constitutionally run. When at the helm of our ship of state, we position financially craven opportunists, blood-sucking hero-worshippers blinded by the glitter of a fool's gold, right arms in salute to touch his craven image, we, the humanitarian nation of hope, Recognizing our mistake in judgmental judgment, reject with the clarity of reasonable review, fact-checking, and human decency. However, we abuse hope if our only faith is in waiting for those who trumped their voting privilege, or pathetically, too apathetic to vote at all, suddenly experience an epiphany in time to unwrite our mindset. Stop settling for settlements, avoiding court gesture appearances, admit the human truth in melting glaciers, and eject he who satisfies cravings by groping 140 characters. Infringing on the freedom of the press, we see how they run a country like bankrupt businesses. Our revolution will reverse right-wing direction of cokehead deregulation, sexual prejudice against LGBTQ community, dehumanizing the disabled, celebration of racists, secession from stewardship of a clean, livable environment, and the rise again of white supremacy. Emancipate also our social and informational foundation by insisting our news media cease and desist wallowing in redundancy, thinking news is telling us what they think we should be thinking. That's not investigative reporting, but gossip a la roundtable. We need more Jack Joe Friday web, just the facts, ma'am, and less tabloid competition. When our thinking is left to us, we see how they run with deception. We can rely on our 45th president to increasingly be his own worst enemy, but our resistance can't wait for the 115th Congress to admit enough is enough. Indivisible is produce of First Amendment, confirming, because all politics is local, the one thing an elected official craves more than Wall Street handouts and K Street acceptance is our vote for their re-election. So invade city councils, county and school boards, state legislatures, governor's mansions, offices of House of Representatives, and the U.S. Senate, and in peaceful ensemble, dissolve Trump's superficial infrastructure. Only the taken-for-granted expect Trump to listen. But the wise will engage in massive displays of paying close attention to every word he says, and all he fails. In the last dozen days of the Obama administration, the best thanksgiving with which to honor our Constitution is to peacefully defend its guarantees to all Americans, and to listen to the encore ensemble of the new President-elect's plea to MoveOn.org, before discovering something is rotting in the state of conservative extremists. 
Thanks to Edward Snowden, we know global spy masters at NSA give the president immense spying powers, which means... As of January 20th, 2017, Donald Trump will have the power to spy on all his political opponents. It will be like Watergate on steroids, combed over. Nonetheless, if not love immediately, letters to editors, calls to members of Congress, emails to state legislatures, sit-ins at nearest government office buildings, petitioning courts at every level to stay the presidential election until further investigation of conflicts of interest for nominees, probable criminal mob activity of potential POTUS, possible treasonous anti-American attack on the sovereignty of the United States of America in conjunction with a foreign power. As descendants, recipients, and veterans of Peacefully Assemble, we honor America by shining the light of truth on the puppets of ignorance, arrogance, and cowardice, and then see how the trumped run for cover from each other. Thank you, and join us. Become one of the reasonable voices heard round the world. Thank you for continuing to listen to, support, and share the Reasonable Voice Blog Talk Radio with family and friends, especially online. We enjoy hearing from you, and in response, yes, we are now accepting new company and business advertisers and welcoming organizations seeking to be one of our sponsors. So please do continue to email us at thereasonablevoice at gmail.com. However, if you prefer to simply make a donation, your donations are greatly appreciated and can be made through PayPal by clicking on the donate button found at the top of the homepage of the Reasonable Voice website. Thank you for joining us today to make every day as reasonable as possible. We hope you will download and share our downloadable podcasts. I'm Marcello Rolando, the Reasonable Voice, hoping you will become one of the reasonable voices heard round the world.